Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC movie news. <laughs> I'm going to become an animal. <laughs> Shh, don't worry. No one will know that I'm giving you a hint, okay, okay. but it's an animal. Okay. Uh, oh, we're just starting. Uh, Wonder Twin Powers, uh, activate. Form of a goat. Yes! A goat. Form of... A health department letter from the city of Los Angeles confirming that I can open my business. <laughs> Refrigerator guy! Refrigerator guy. Wow, you have been gone for a minute, Adam Gertler. Yeah. What are you trying to do? Serve your sausage to everyone? Um, doing a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to launch this business here. What is it? Trying to get my capitalism straight, y'all. Um, but the I'm, man's trying to keep you down. There's just so many papers and documents. So let me tell you what I'm doing real briefly. A lot of you know I am affiliated with Doghouse. I am their culinary director. I'm the Verstmacher. I come up with the recipes for the sausages. We collaborate in making all the menu items. But it is a franchise. So I am now opening my own franchise in Hollywood. However, it's Doghouse Ghost Protocol. Which means that this is not a brick and mortar kitchen. Oh, thank you for that little picture of me holding a wiener. Um, this is not a kitchen that you can go to. It is only operating for Uber Eats, Postmates, Grubhub, DoorDash, oh. delivery and pickup only. It's at this facility on but Western it is, Avenue. It is doghouse food. It's the whole doghouse menu. menu. But then, but 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 then I get to do sub brands like a only sneaky breakfast burrito thing or a fried chicken thing. Like and and these names just become discoverable on your apps. I might do a DC Comics. Food themed restaurant that is unreal called DC Dish Today or DC, DC Dish Direct. Why don't you just make it dogs? DC Dog. Well, because then I'd be competing with myself in Doghouse. Uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to exactly cross over like that. But anyway, so I've been just way jammed up with all kinds of papers and forms and monies and things like that. So I've been out of the loop. The last thing I did was Seabirds of Prey with you. We gave it a glowing review after the film. I was positive the movie was going to make like $70 million that weekend. And then just like, it just, everybody seemed to like it. It wasn't like that people didn't like it. It just kind of didn't do much. So just to be clear, the episode that you missed that we first came back from Birds of Prey, Mike Kalinowski said that he thought Birds of Prey was going to hit a billion dollars. And I said seven fifty. Oh my God. Really? Those were real numbers that we threw out. But, you know, how could you predict that a a small-budget, indie-leaning Joker film with Joaquin Phoenix is going to make a billion dollars and, like, you take, you know, Hollywood it girl, Margot Robbie. I know. And you put it in a film that's good. That is everything people want. Like, a, a film that is, like, empowering women without, like smashing that in your face. It's like, it's not like you need to be a woman uh, to enjoy this film. Like, it's for everybody. It's rated R. We've proved time and again rated R films work. And then this film just kind of just, eh. I don't know. It didn't lose money. I mean, it's making some money. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. It's not a flop like people are saying it's a flop. But obviously it's not as big of a success as I think that they were hoping for or we were hoping it to be. And I still, Adam, have tried to get down to the bottom of why. Why is this movie not financially doing what we hoped and expected it to do after seeing how good it was? And then they pull the move of retitling, which, like, they kind of did with the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, but Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow didn't get a retitle until it was out of theaters. It was a... Uh, yeah, uh, Boochtron in the chat right now says marketing was bad. Uh, by the way, guys, if you want to be in the live chat, we are live every Friday, 1 p.m. ish Pacific time on the Popcorn Talk Network, also available on Apple Podcast. Uh, Ivan Soto says R rated films, no. But why? But I mean, I know. Come on, Logan, Deadpool, Deadpool 2, Joker. Like, what? I mean, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe if this particular film wasn't uh, rated R, it would make more. But I don't know that I would have liked it as much. I don't know. Maybe we'd be talking about a film that made a lot more money. That I mean, I liked that it could be rude and brash. I thought Ewan McGregor was so good. Um, I liked Huntress. I mean, I got to be honest with you guys. I was maintaining optimism. Uh, this film has made $152 million worldwide, 64 domestic. So it's made its money-ish, but it's still at like half of Shazam's gross right now. 
Um, and Shazam was something I that was not expecting to like this movie. Like I, I thought weeks before I was like, they're not showing you a lot. This movie's coming out really soon. I was expecting to be disappointed, and I guess when I was so kind of happy with it and really enjoyed it and enjoyed the humor and the way they told it, I thought they left it in a great place. Segwaying Harley to go off and join the Suicide Squad again. You had Birds of Prey. I really thought it was well done. Um, but yeah, yeah. I guess we were we missed the we missed the mark on that one. But I I also want to say we missed the mark on something else because we were so excited about Adam's sausages that I don't know if we introduced ourselves. That's Adam Gerler. I'm Roxy Stryer. Our amazing producer Ryan Nelson in the booth in the nest. Loving it. Thank you yes, for flying I, I, in those if numbers. We, if we for missed us. something, it's because I'm rusty. I have not been here in a while, and I forgot how to do a show. You're not rusty. You're Adam. Ah, uh, well. Uh, yeah, yes. you forgot your own name. Rusty for a was second. my nickname. Mm, Rusty. Well, uh, Suicide Squad's going to be rated R. So, what do you guys think about that? Do you think Suicide Squad is going to fail as well? The Suicide Squad uh, is pr- is predicted to be rated R. Can I say something small that I I okay? I regret saying this already, and I'm about to say it. So, well, this I, would I not be the first time then. that Roxy opened mouth and inserted feet. I am not saying this is the only reason. And listen, I got a lot of flack for this on my own live stream, YouTube.com slash Roxy Stryer. Um, but we, uh, good plug. But I have a, no, a, terrible a smaller audience there. So I, I know, I know people are going to get mad at me for saying this. And I'm not saying that it is the only reason. Holy I am not, disclaimer. I am not saying. Is the saying, thing that you're going to say take half as long as this disclaimer? No, it doesn't. I think a re- one of the reasons this movie is not doing as well is because of sexism. Oh, because it's like uh, people think it's like girl power and like they're sick of it? Yes. Hey, I, no, it's... A- I, I'm not saying it's the only reason, but when I rack my brain, yes, you guys are correct with the marketing was not the best. Yes, you guys are correct that the R rating was an uphill battle to climb. But I do believe that part of the reason people are not seeing this movie, even though it's critically doing very well, is because sexism. Wait, Sean, Sean Malangu said making 300 to 500 million for Birds of Prey is still successful for a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, but where is it making 300 to 500 million? It's like a month into its run. I also think 300 to 500 is a very big range. I think they would be stoked at 500 at this point. 300 is very different and yeah. I don't know that it'll hit 300 million. It's at 142 right now and it's been out for 3 weeks. 52. 152. 152. 152. Yeah, I I know. And I'll take the heat if you guys want to give it to me. But I do think that, Adam, like you just just said, because people don't want to necessarily see, like, uh, female empowerment, girl gang, whatever, I I, I think that if this was a movie with all dudes, it would be doing better, even if it was the exact same type of movie. Huh. Well, I mean, Harley Quinn has never been a dude, so that's kind of hard to say. It's hard to say. Um, but I know. I know some people in the chat room were suggesting that there were more younger people that are fans of Harley Quinn. But, yes, and I, and I, I acknowledge that that might be true, but Margot Robbie... You know, just coming off of, uh, of of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, uh, she was the best part of Suicide Squad. People remember. A lot of people feel like she was the best part of Suicide Squad. I just don't see how this movie couldn't have accidentally made a hundred more million dollars than it's made already. I agree. I agree with that. And let me further state my case because all the people in here are saying bull 54% were men. I've read those statistics as well. However... In it, for the other superhero movies, sixty to seventy percent of the audience is male. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that men didn't go see this, and I'm not even saying more men more men did see this than women, but less men saw this than they're seeing other comic book movies. Okay, I think that's a totally valid point. Thank I mean, you. And, and as this is a, a speculative, opinion, uh, opinionated show, you're not wrong. everybody coming for me in the comments I get it I get it and I'm not saying that it's the only reason but uh, come on sometimes you have to call spade a spade and that those are my thoughts on that I can already picture Ryan in the booth saying move on Rocks move on I actually wanted to bring one thing up real quick is do you think the stench of Suicide Squad actually really hurt this film and do you think that tie in with the, the sexism and just not the, the outing for a lot of the male audience. I think it's a lot to do with that as well because you see a film like Wonder Woman that was a major success. I was working at a movie theater at the time. I loved seeing all the people going into that. 
But with this, I mean, this is yeah, so What's more girl close. power than Wonder Woman? This is so close to totally. Suicide Squad, and that was not well-received. Okay. I think that there is no... Uh, critically, there is a Suicide Squad stench, but not not audience-wise. I mean, that movie made so much... What did it make? Yeah, Eight fifty. That movie made so much. But you don't money. hear a lot of people talking about how they loved it, though. I guess just me. It doesn't remember well. Yeah. Now, yeah, you're in the minority there. Okay. Here's an interesting question for everybody here and watching. If that's true, if if you if Ryan's uh, Suicide Squad stench is a thing, does that tie over to James Gunn's Suicide Squad, or is like is like from the creator of Guardians of the Galaxy going to be all DF over this thing? I think it has to be, but that's also strange, right? For DC to be marketing a movie by saying the cre- from the creators of Guardians of the Galaxy because it's not a Warner Brothers film, yeah. I, I, well, and not only is it not a Warner Brothers film, but it is a, a clear Disney Marvel film. So I, I think that they have to do that because... They will do that. Because, they Adam, that. think about the majority of the people that are going to see it. Do you think they have any idea that it's by a different person? It's a really interesting question, right? This is a film that comes out after The Batman next year. This is the year of the women, right? We have Birds of Prey, and then we got Wonder Woman. Next year, we got Bats... And we got the Suicide Squad. It's interesting. But speaking of Batman, last week I wasn't here. Mike Kalinowski did a solo bolo. Yeah, we have to give Mike so much credit on this one. Because he called the whole thing that they were going to... The entire thing. Talk about it. Talk about his predictions. So let's go back. Let's rewind for a second, Adam, because I'm going to say about a month and a half ago, we were talking about when was going to be the first appearance we were going to see our bats, Robert Pattinson as Batman. I predicted... Comic-Con. You predicted June. I did. So I said July. You said June. Crazy. Mike said we were insane and that they were going to release an official image prior to them having some kind of leak on set in the coming weeks. Yeah. He was dead on accurate because first they released that screen test and then there was this. Uh, do you call this a leak? Then there was this set photo that was taken and then there was the set video as well. Uh, and it seems to me like people. Seems to me. What's that one? It's just a little song, a little background. Keep seems going. Seems to me. Seems to me. Seems to me. Seems to me. I'm not going by. All right. Keep going. Uh, so it does seem to me like there's mixed reception for these images uh, and more mixed on this than the initial screen test. But number one, I I believe this is a stunt double, considering the chin is not my Batman's chin, aka not Robert Pattinson's chin. Number two, these are just random set photos. Like I think that this looks awesome, and I don't know why so many people on the internet are very iffy on this. I think he looks great. Well, I can't believe you've been doing this as long as you have, and you would even question m- make that question. Yeah. Like if anything, like. Jesus Christ himself could come down with uh, Allah, Moses. They could all be, you know, in real life. Hey, guys, we've solved all the problems of the world. Everyone loves each other. Everybody goes into heaven, and it would still meet with ire on Twitter. Um, uh, I don't know what is not to like here. I agree. Do you like the ears? Oh, yeah, I do. A lot of people were giving the cowl crap. I don't know why. I like that you see more face mm-hmm. on this. And I, other people were comparing it to Daredevil. But I'm like, guys, look at, like, the original Detective Comics 27. Like, that sort of style of the of showing the face is, like, Batman did it first, way before Daredevil existed. What so, do you think about the theory that the bat symbol is the gun uh, that killed? Yeah, well, I his don't know parents. who started that, but it's guns. It looks. Yeah. I mean, it makes. I heard Mike say that. Did Kevin Smith say that? I don't know where that came I from. Don't know but, either. but it's awesome if true. What do you think about the theory that our producer Ryan Nelson told us that the bat cave, the entrance of the bat cave, is actually at his parents' gravesite? Freaking dark. That's <laughs> dark, but dope. I think it's dark, but dope. Yeah, D&D. dark, but dope. That D- is D&D. That's what D&D stands for. I've wondered all this time. Um, So a lot I'm of people sh- are also, oh, no, it's dark and dope. A lot of people are like, oh, but this guy doesn't wear a cape, and this is the suit before the suit. I don't think it's the suit before the suit. Um, I do think the cape is going to be CG. And then here's my question now. A lot of people are also like, well, it's cool or not cool, but it's another black bat suit. We had heard yeah, rumors. Mike wanted it to be blue and gray. Right, right. We had heard rumors to that effect. Do you think there's a chance that the CG cape 
will be like a dark shade of blue. I do think there's a chance. That would be interesting, right? I, I do think there's a chance, and I think that, that could be cool. Uh, what do you guys think of that in the chat role? Is there a chance that the blue cape is just... Because we know CG capes can look good. Man of Steel was doing CG cape like eight years ago, so CG capes have come a long way. Well, also, you think about... Like, think about the logistics of wearing a cape and riding a motorcycle. Speaking of which, it does look like our bats, our bats, our bats. Our bats. Is is riding a bike here. Ryan, is there any way we can play that with the with the audio there? Yes. Batman's cool voice. He's but so is tough. Is this our, our bats? <laughs> the, the magic count. of movie making is dead. Boom. Is there a chance that that wasn't him at all? That's and what that, I'm saying. And that he did the vo- yeah, real voice. voice of that That's what afterwards. I said, is it him? If we I don't zoom, know. It's funny either way. His chin gives him away a little bit. So you think the guy on the bike was not Robert Pattinson and they put that audio in there? Possibly. I don't know that to be true, but who knows? I, I think that... I think that this is like I like things like this. They're kind of funny, kind of quirky, gets you more excited about a movie. You hope he's okay. I, I I hope that we don't see too many set videos because I don't. The worst feeling is when you have a movie beat it out, meaning like the beats of the film yeah. have all been seen before. I really really hope that doesn't happen. Like, and I and I hope that's just not like where we're at in society. Like, it's just so impossible to keep anything a secret. Like. We do want some surprises. This is funny. This is good. I like that we're seeing the Dark Knight in action. Oh, that's an extended video. I hadn't seen the person get up and walk away. So He's limping. Ryan, do you have any confirmation as to whether or not that was actually uh, Pattinson on the bike? Is he trying to be Tom Cruise style and do I his don't. own stunts? That's a rough fall, though. Uh, no, it looks like he's got unique shoulder pads, though, and uh, no idea if that's Robert Pattinson. It, you, no one can, is confirming online. And do we think there seems to be like a female co-writer? In a tight black suit? Yeah. Uh, so, okay. First of all, in the still image, in the far right corner, people were speculating when they could only see her profile that that was actually Catwoman. Looked like it. I was speculating the same thing. But I'm unclear on whether or not, like, that's a part of the actual shot. Like, that's a, an actor or whether that's part of the production. In this picture right now that we're looking at? Yeah. No, it looks like they're there. Looks like somebody on the set is tending to that helmet. So I think that's right, definitely but, a performer. But you don't think that that helmet could be like a safety issue? No, I think that that is a character. I, you I, do? Sir, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Whether it's Catwoman or not, I don't know. I mean, wearing a skin type black outfit, you know, you that's usually what Catwoman is wearing. Um, so you think in that scene that we saw, not that scene, but the two motorcycles driving by each other? You think that that's the two of them? I, yeah, I think it might be. Hmm. Yeah. So there's yeah, still... that makes me speculate what they're doing. Well, there is a lot of um, speaking of speculation. Um, there is speculation that has been for a while that this is somewhat of an adaptation of Long Halloween. Um, one... Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com FM to get started. One of the set photos. I like the shows way you say adaptation. Adaptation. It's an adaptation. Exactly like the film with Nick Cage and Nick Cage. Um, and so we see pumpkins here, um, which would indicate, oh, that's Halloween, and you know maybe we're doing like someone that's killing on 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 holidays. Um, what is the the release date of this movie? Uh, June twenty one. June something of twenty one. Ryan? I'm fact-checking right now. Okay. Can I ask you? Yeah, of course. You... you don't need to ask me. Just ask. You don't need to ask to ask. We know each other a long time at this point. It's a really good point. Yeah. It's fair. That's like when people say, in my opinion. Yeah, like. Oh, I know it's your opinion. It's not my You're opinion. It. June, in 20, your... June 25th, 2021. Oh, which I love because it's so much like the original. Does it ever affect you when you're watching a movie that is in theaters that is a different season than the season you're in? 
Do you know what I mean? Like if you see a summer movie and it's snowing? Um, not really. So it has no, no. effect. I think maybe Christmas. If it's like a Christmas thing because the holiday is such a big part of it, sometimes that does conjure like, oh, that's weird. I mean, it definitely, if you see like a Christmas-themed movie during Christmas time, it all adds up into your Christmassy feelings. Interesting in the chat right now, they're talking about Calendar Man then, proposing Calendar Man, Adam. Is that what you were saying? Um, well, I don't know. So is Jackson. Calendar Man in The Long Halloween? I thought it was like the holiday killer or something. The Long Halloween is like, uh, it's like a sequel to the year one. So it, it is at least the Jeff Loeb story right. is like set early in his career and it features a big rogues gallery. All of these things seem to be, uh, you know, happening in this film. Uh, indicated by, you know, we have the Falcone family. That's also a big uh, crime movie. It's a noir story. So Long Halloween has a lot of the elements that we've heard confirmed by Matt Reeves and the actors. I, I forgot that we were getting John Turturro as Carmine you Falcone, did? which is so great. See, you keep going back and forth between Falcone and Falcone. I think it's, is it, what is it? Fal- I go back and forth too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can always go back and forth. I go back and forth. Uh, you can always go. I think it's Falcone. Falcone. That's what they did on Gotham. The show. What? Falcone. Yeah. Well, that's what it's got to be then. What was it in the in the Batman trilogy with uh, Christian Bale? I honestly think they used both. Yeah. I, I honestly remember someone saying Falcone's men and then Falcone. Okay, yeah. maybe that's why we go back maybe and forth. It's an accent thing. I don't know. I do not know. Uh, what else you got, Adam? Uh, somebody just said that John Campy's show has confirmed that they are casting a Robin for this film. What do you think what about Robin? Robin? Like a, 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 a dick, dick, maybe? Yeah, maybe a Dick Grayson. Or, you know, could be, could, be, could be someone else. I don't know. Well, I think that that would be interesting because what, what age would we put him at then? And then what happens with him if do we think that this ever is going to blur into our other universe? Blur into the other universe? I still don't think so. But if it does, and he's a... I don't know. What does that look like? I still don't think that this is ever going to cross over with, like, one room or any of that stuff. I don't know, but who knows? You know, Flash movies could change things. I know there's a lot of things out there. I could see, like, uh, what, like, uh, eight or nine-year-old Robin? I mean, he doesn't have to suit up and be Robin. He could be, like, his ward. He doesn't have to suit up in this film. So he him. could get his ward and, like, just be training him. And then, like, in the next movie, he's, like, you know, 12 years old. It could also be a very ass. small part of the movie similar to Joker with Bruce. It could be more of a, like... Yeah. We, we know they are out there and exist. Yeah. No, not true rumor. People are going back and forth about the... You know, Robin Robin feels weird because even though we've established that uh, Robert Pattinson is, you know, a man in his 30s, he still feels young. It feels weird, feels young for like, I'm going to take on a ward. Yeah. And maybe if he's speaking like that, that would be kind of odd too. I'm going to take on a ward. I'm gonna fall off my bike now. Somebody help me! I'm riding a motorbike. I'm right. Ri- Look at me! I'm riding a motorbike. <laughs> Look at me! Fly, Robin, fly! <laughs> um, oh yeah. So the uh, the working title of the film, in case you weren't uh, aware, is called Vengeance. I know we saw that um, Robert Pattinson's chair was featured, and you could see the film is called Vengeance. I am Vengeance. I am the Knight. I am Batman. Is that called the working title, or when it's that, it's the code title, right? Isn't no, that- they call it working title. Right. Because they're working. Oh. I think so. Yeah. It's called the working title. So so you think that that... Huh. Hmm. Right? Am I wrong? You know You're making me doubt my, well, my insurance now. I've never heard code title. Well, when it's a code... Like, what, that's what it's being called, referred to when they send out the sheets to be, like, more mysterious about what they're actually shooting. As opposed to the working title. The working title is the title they're using until they figure out what the actual title is. And sometimes the working title is the title. You know what I mean? Like, is, is this, like... Their their code. You don't know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. I do. I'm trying to see if I can. Um, uh, no, working title. This working title. The, so this is yeah. the working title for the film. So the film is not 100 percent called the Batman. It is. We've heard Matt Reeves refer to it as the Batman. Like we've gotten the confirmation. I I was a long um, holdout saying like everyone wants it to be called the Batman. It's not confirmed. It's it's confirmed. It's called the Batman, and that's going to be great. We so then it. the then they can't have a working title. It's well. It's the the title that they use for As the production. Yeah, but nobody calls it the freaking code title. Well, when you have a working title, though, if you're submitting a draft and you are not sure about the title yet, right. you say this is my working title. 
Okay, maybe that's another use, use of it. Use of it, huh? Sure. But, I mean, they use it, like, as, as they're communicating and when they're setting up locations so that everyone isn't aware right. that a film called Batman is, you right, know. Right, because they're code. Right, like, Blue, <laughs> what was it, Blue Harvest exactly, was uh, exactly. the Star Wars one working title? Yeah. Mm. I don't think they ever called it the code title. Mm, maybe they should. Yeah, that's what you're going to get backlash for. Not for calling, not for saying that Birds of Prey's wow. failure was a result of uh, anti-feminism. I'm just saying, any time, like then it has two meanings. She made bold claims about like, the working title. Like she invented the question mark. Um, <laughs> I did. I did invent the question mark. Also, shout out in the chat right now. Ricky Middlesworth is with us, friend of the show. Ricky, happy to uh, have you Ricky! In here today. R- Ricky. Uh, and also just amazing, amazing to have all of you guys with us today. Everybody, uh, just a few shout outs in here. Um, Sean Johnson, Fergal Kelly, David DeTora, Rob K, Michael Blake, Dr. DC Comics, Josh Herrera, Janet James, Ivan Soto, No Break, Star Drew, uh, The Truth 31, Zeno Hour, Kame Egan, and so many more. Just uh, shout outs to everyone. Speaking of Mr. DC Comics, he points out that co publisher. Oh, Hector Navarro joining us. Oh, also what's up, Hector? Hector, happy to have um, you here. So, my dear. Dan Tadayo, co publisher of DC Comics, is out. Don't know what happened there, but this is... Uh, what do you think? Um, fly, Robin, fly. Sounds like he was fired. <laughs> uh, there were a lot of layoffs at DC last year. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I was just reading about it briefly before, um, but um, there is no like official statement about it. Um, so, yeah, if anybody in the chat role knows any more information about the Dadaio firing, he was a co-publisher. He's been... He was there through, I think, like, the new 52 and the final crisis and and rebirth and and um and you know a lot of the new watchman stuff um so uh, yeah that is uh he's been around for a while bummer i hope uh i hope he's okay yeah me too um but you know, speaking of the the DC films of 2021, James Gunn, uh, as we were mentioning before, is very fond of his script. You know, he does a lot of these Q and A's with fans. So we previously were talking about how James Gunn said that this was his uh, most fun set experience, and yeah. it seems like everything he talks about in terms of the Suicide Squad, it seems to be his favorite. And who knows if he's just saying that and every project becomes his favorite. But this quote was, quote, my favorite screenplays, you mean? I love the movies I directed all the same so far. But I think I love the Suicide Squad script the most. Also love the scripts for Dawn of the Dead, Super, and the specials. Uh, this was during a Q&A he did on Instagram this week, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he does those Q&As. It's really cool. He, he is very vocal and involved with the fans, and I think that that's why um, he's been so highly embraced on both sides. Also, he's very talented. Yes. So that helps. And he also read every single Suicide Squad comic before going into this production. Which also is beneficial. Yeah, but that's a lot. What's his working title going to be, Adam? I mean, they're already working. I don't know. Does anybody know the working title of the, of the Suicide Squad? Is it called, like, uh, The Wild Bunch or something like that? Which is another film. That's but. Yeah, but that would be fun. It would be fun, right? Motley Crue. Oh, Motley Crue would be a great working title. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, I, I love the way that he talks about this project, and I just I have such high hopes for it. I need to be careful. My expectations on the Suicide Squad are getting to be incredibly, incredibly high, which going into Birds of Prey, I did not have high expectations. I didn't have low, but not high. And going into Joker, I did not have high expectations. I had, I was able to level them out. But the Suicide Squad, I do have incredibly high expectations, and I, I have to try to manage that, I think. How are your expectations for WW84? My expectations are, of course, high because of the first one. But there was that, I know that, I know Mike Kalinowski has his own personal beef with We Got This Covered that he seems to air out on Twitter quite often. He Uh, never airs out beefs, Mike Kalinowski. He never, like, takes people to task. He does that, like, that daily inspiration stuff, and that's pretty much it. He doesn't, like, call people out. Yeah, that's a very good point, especially this week. He was very quiet about calling people out. But if he was to call (laughs) people out, I guess that's who he would have. And they did the whole piece we talked about a while ago about first reactions that were – kind of mixed uh-huh. um, and who knows the validity of any of this but I I think it's really hard to strike lightning or find gold twice 
Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Strike lightning and finding gold is the hardest one. And Wonder Woman is my favorite. And you lightning in a bottle. Lightning in a bottle. Catch it and bring it to a leprechaun over the rainbow. Block it. Blockage. Uh, I I just have. I love Wonder Woman. It has such a special place in my heart that I really need to separate Wonder Woman from Wonder Woman eighty four just in case. But I think it will be good. I just think it will be different. I really like the way Cheetah's looking and, and shaping out. So hopefully, yeah. And Maxwell Lord, I think looks really cool. I still like that trailer. I, I like still the like that, that that hot trailer set to that music. But twenty twenty one looks to be insane for DC. I mean, we got the big. Big players come into play. I know that is not about comparison because we can love them both and we can live for them both when it comes to Marvel and DC. But it does feel like Marvel just closed a massive chapter and DC is opening one. Yeah. And I'm excited. We've been doing the show, Adam, for over six years. Six plus years. That's crazy. How are are we both still alive? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Probably because of the 360 plus people watching the show live right now. We appreciate every single one of you. Make sure you thumbs up if you have not already. Currently have 72 thumbs up. We should be at least... 200 thumbs up. Yeah, where are those other thumbs up your butts? What did you say you were going to do if we... Oh, is it you or Mike who has a whole... Uh, is it Mike that's going to do something at 200 thumbs up? What is it, Ryan? There was some dance? Uh, yeah, I think Mike was going to dance. So if you get to 200 thumbs up today, Mike's not here, so instead Adam and I will dance for you. I'll give you a free hot dog if we get 200 thumbs up. What do you think of that? Who are you going to give the free hot dog to? Me? Come to my cloud kitchen. I'll give it to you. you you'll pay for it, but I will give the people... I'll give all those people free hot dogs. You know what I really want? The steak and lobster sauce. Yes, the surf and turf. We'll see. Once surf I, and Once turf. I get this thing open, then it will become my test kitchen, I promise. And I we can never come up stopped with... thinking about it. Um... <laughs> I did not. Um, speaking, as this is a very Batman-themed episode. Yes, so... which is good because... We love Batman. We do. I we, didn't know what the because was going to be there. I just know it's good. I thought you had something. Yeah, I so had nothing. we're going to... Just do a little post-mortem on the um, Ben Affleck version that you thought was actually the stunt double. What do you... Yeah, well, he looked like him because of the chin. Yeah, so what, do you, what are you supposed to expect? Obviously, the news of the day is that Ben Affleck was officially announced as Robert Pattinson's stunt double. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, pretty wild. Welcome to We Got This Covered Live so, yes. on the Popcorn Talk <laughs> Network. So this this was a, a hard article to get through. If you, if you looked at the New York Times entire expose of what's been going on, and then he went on GMA, uh, and he's been doing a lot of press and appearances. I'm talking about, of course, Ben Affleck, uh, who is answering questions that we've all had for a while and been speculating on. And honestly, none of his answers were that far from what we all thought was going on, but it was sad to hear him talking about it. And Well, it's interesting that he addresses it, because when I saw this uh, trailer for his new film that seems to be dealing with substance abuse, yes. called The Road Back. Uh, the Way Back. The Way Back. So The Way Back is his new... It's also a Warner Brothers movie, um, and the, it is it, he is an alcoholic in the movie, and they have addressed that. Uh, I know that in their first trailer, people were put off by how similar Ben Affleck's character seemed to him, and in the second trailer, they tried to pull back on the use of alcoholic or alcohol, um, alcohol in general. So I think that the marketing is trying to address that and trying to get people to see it, because I actually hear this movie is really good. Uh, it's a, it it's looks a Gavin good. O'Connor it reminds one. me of Hoosiers. Yeah. So, yeah, but it, it, if you read this article, you find out a few different things. Um, I'm going to paraphrase right now, but number one, Ben Affleck talks about leaving the Batman project because he says that a friend of him turned to him and said, uh, if you take, if the response is similar to what it was previously, referring to BVS, uh, then you will drink yourself to death. Right. If, if there's a similar response. And I imagine a friend turning to you and saying that. You have to take that seriously. Um, ben Affleck so, so also... So he showed them the script, and they were like, the script is good, but you can't do this to yourself. Yes. Well, this is also after BVS and Justice League. And yeah, there was and all Justice this sad League. fleck memes. And it was a rough time. It's got to be a rough thing to be someone that has to be a team player for a film when you know it's not good, when you know people are going to hate it. 
and you're expected to be the guy to carry this the massive weight of this franchise and the fans, and you think that just because you're worth uh, you know millions and millions of dollars that you don't have emotions, you can't be got to anymore, and that's just not true. Yeah, it's of course not true, and he also talks about, throughout the article, struggling with alcoholism and his father struggling with alcoholism. There was some stuff revealed in there, too, about family members. Uh, I believe he had an uncle who killed himself with a shotgun when when ben affleck was younger his his aunt was a a heroin addict he talks about just addiction in his family and and when he refers to addiction he talks about shopping and alcohol and sex and all different forms of addiction and and just how this has been a very long hard journey for him um including the with his ex-wife jennifer who he says that was getting divorced from her was the biggest regret of his life so it was a, a really sad but informative piece on where he's been and the fact that we've spent so much time speculating why he left the Batman and really the truth at the end of the day that I took away from the article is because he's a human being he left because he's a human being and uh, he has human being feelings and he struggles like a human being and he suffers like a human being and he makes mistakes like a human being and he has issues and tries and gets up every day like a human being so I guess that's what my takeaway was, because sometimes people have to do what they have to do to survive. Yeah, well, you know, um, I'm, it, it is interesting that we have that kind of closure and like it's just so things happen in, in such real time and, and, and people are watching it. And, and you're right. They're speculating across the whole way, just like we're watching this film being made in real time. Like right. sometimes it feels a bit too much. And, and you want to give people their space. Imagine the speculation was so hard, too, because there were fans saying that he had been fired from the project or that he wasn't the right choice for it or, you know, all all the stuff that people were speculating because they didn't have answers. So I'm glad – not that he owed us in any way. Uh, it wasn't his It wasn't his obligation to tell us any of these things. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad he did just so that the speculation and rumors can stop about why he left the project think he left for very clear and apparent reasons now and i'm happy that he did what he had to do to be able to wake up the next day and i wish him the best of luck on his journey to recovery because i think it i think he's made a lot of um way he's gone a long way but there's probably still a long way to go you're saying that there's a long like there's like a long way back just the way back (laughs) it's just the way back that title's a struggle for you huh remember the movie the way way back it's like that title, but just That's right, minus yeah, another sorry. way. Just, uh, just the way back, which I'm very excited for. Um, it's coming out really soon, the first week of March, I believe. So, but, you know, if we can't talk about Bad Fleck without talking about Snyder Cut. That's true. They are one and the same. Release the Snyder Cut. Release the and Snyder Cut. And I guess what? Cut. What's going on with Subway now? People are trying to get Subway to ban what? This is hysterical. So. Ryan, fill, the, fill us in. I'm, Ryan in the I'm booth, so, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Talk to us. so clued in on the Snyder Cut. Yeah, uh, you love the Subway Snyder Cut. Like, I feel like you're Vero's number one fan at this point. Definitely. And <laughs> I own that and will continue to be. This is really cool. So... Zack Snyder went to Subway and made like a pun joke on Twitter that, oh, I just got my Snyder cut sandwich. And then Subway replied, and now Subway is, like, on board with releasing the Snyder Cut. Like, they've had the hashtag. They had it in their bio for Twitter for a while. And uh, at one point, they just said, uh, someone, a fan tweeted out, how many likes would it take to uh, get, like, a Snyder-named sandwich? And they said, oh, let's see, like, 15,000, and it happened immediately. And they said, you're so fast. Um, since you did in under 214 minutes, we're going to donate 15,000 subs. And they keep tweeting, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. So Subway's on board. They're donating 15,000 subs to what? Uh, like homeless uh, centers and, and and things of that nature. Wait, can like I tell families you, during the holiday period. Can I sneak, give you guys a sneak behind the inner curtain of Roxy for a second? Oh, wow. You mean more behind the curtain than we could get in your bedroom videos? Yeah, this is more behind the curtain. This is how deep in the space that I am right now. I This is mortifying, but I tell you guys everything I think, so here we go. When it was 15,000 subs, I was like, how do you donate subscribers? Oh, oh. she's so in it. Oh, She's too far deep. She can't turn around now, Subway. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, I just emailed you uh, a, a little image there that that shows because uh, apparently there's a look, a new look at Wonder Woman's golden armor, which we've seen before. 
Um, but here is yet another look. Have you seen it? Pulling up ASAP. Um, so this is cool. I, there have been, I mean, potential spoilers here for WW84. I haven't seen the film, but um, mm-hmm. if you don't want to know anything about it, um, there is supposition as to why does she need a golden armor if she's Wonder Woman? And the rumors... Because it looks dope. It does look dope. I mean, that's the real reason. (laughs) Um, But there is rumors that she becomes depowered. And uh, a la, you know, Superman 2. You make the sacrifice for love of Superman 1. Because of Maxwell Lord's uh, gem thingy? I think so. But also, you know, there's like... You know, Wonder Woman echoes the Richard Donner Superman in a lot of ways. So it would kind of be an interesting echo of the themes of Superman 2, where Clark Kent gives up his powers right. for love. So where, while Maxwell Lord may well be the device for that, it is a similar kind of thing. Yeah, that's so, cool. I, I like the borrowing of storylines. Yeah, well, or the, not the borrowing, but you it's know. It's homage. That's an homage. homage. Yeah, that doesn't feel like you're biting it, and, be, and it's going to be different enough. But so I don't know that she's completely. Um, uh, completely uh, depowered. But yeah, that's why she would need this armor. So it looks pretty sick. Did you see the thing I sent there? The- Buddy old pal? Yeah, I think it was the incorrect email, but uh, I'm looking oh online for it right now. Okay, Give I'm out your real email on air. You won't do it. You won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, that that uh, gold, those golden wings, though, if anybody loves me out there, you know what I want for my birthday. My birthday is in July. I will save them for Halloween. You would look great in the golden armor. This is the I mean, nicest thing you ever said to me. I agree. I would look you, No, you would look great I, in the I would golden own, armor. You want to know the meanest thing that Mike ever said to me? What's that? I was talking about uh, who I am from Birds of Prey. And I was like, I'm so Black Canary. That's me. I'm that. It's just her style. And he said, honey, no, you're not. You're Harley. You're not Black Canary. Yeah, he's right, though. But why do you guys think that about me? Because you're like... Give me the combo. You're wacky pataki. I'm a combo pack. I'm Black Canary. Combo pack? Yeah. Kind of a combination of both of them, no? No. No, you're more like the combos. You're more like the the combos, like pretzel with weird cheese filling snack food than that kind of combo. You're like a pizza flavored combo. I don't even like pizza. You're like Monterey Jack cheese combos. You're peanut butter combos. He just sent you an email. Can you respond to it with what you're trying to send him while I talk about the reasons? No, I think you found it. I saw you digging through it up there. Here are all the reasons. While they do this, here are all the reasons I am like, not only am I like, uh, Laurel Lance, Dinah Drake, uh, Dinah Lance, um, Sarah Lance, if you want to throw in White Canary and Black Canary. Here's why I'm a canary. Uh-huh. Um, because uh, I have an amazing voice that nobody else believes in except for me. Uh, and it's uh, very powerful. And I like to wear all black. Uh, so that makes me a canary. I'm pretty badass. And uh, I have... Long hair, which many canaries have. Mm, I could tell you some facts about birds. Mm, okay, the image is up. I don't have I don't to think you're, the reasons. Your plea to be... Uh, that was a great way to kill time, by the way. Thank you. That's what you're doing. If you thought she was ranting, she was just going on long enough so we could look at this beautiful image. I'm trying to convince image. you all why. Why? When in, when in doubt, stare at images of Gal Gadot. Yeah, I, I, don't, I could look at... And now your moment this, of zen. This kind of thing all day. Yeah. Pretty pretty dope. Hector Navarro says that he gets Huntress vibes from me, and I will take that. Maybe I'm like a I'm like a you're not as dry as Huntress. Wait, what's the word I'm looking for? Amalgamation? Am- yeah, amalgamation. Yeah, amalgamation. I'm an amalgamation of all three. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Thank well, you for all. I'm sure Hector Navarro and everybody in in our chat role will agree that like um, it's you know when, when you're low on content, just stare at Gal Gadot. Yeah, it it's not, not too shabby. Golden Eagle armor. Do you think she's going to be flying in that? I know those mm. wings move off. We're going to see her Imagine flying. Imagine if Gal Gadot is in that, in the invisible jet, and it just looks like she's, like, stand soaring. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the weird thing about the invisible wings. jet, though, is, like, when she's, like... Sitting and yeah. flying, it's yeah. just not a great look. <laughs> but that's that would be unreal. Um, why don't you use your canary, uh, scre- your canary cry, and take us into the other side of the world? Oh, remember? 
Remember when Arrow? <laughs> remember berries. Remember, remember that time. Remember South Park. Do you remember when on Arrow season one, two, three, and probably even four, when Black Canary was doing her Black Canary thing, but she like wouldn't even open her mouth for the Canary cry. It was kind of oh, yeah. just like. Like nothing, she wouldn't even like. It's really not well done. But then they changed it. I was thinking of the Chris Farley show when he was like with Paul McCartney. He's like, remember, remember when you were in the Beatles? That was awesome. What you just did to your hair is awesome. awesome. (laughs) Keep it going. That's what Farley did. He had the best hair. Farley had the best hair. It just like ah. Uh, he did. Uh, Chris Farley, Farley people, Farley. one of the best. All right, one let's best. talk TV time right now, let's. guys. So here is what I will say. I understand that after Arrow came to a closure that a lot of people wanted to stop watching the CW DC TV shows because that was the one they started with. But I am here to tell you why you should not be doing that because Batwoman had its best episode Ever, ever this week. Legends of Tomorrow slayed this week. Flash was awesome. This was a, a Supergirl was pretty good. This was a very good week for DC CW TV. Should I go home and watch all three of those episodes right now? I or do I have four. to watch? Well, you said four? Yeah. Um, and I haven't seen Legends, Black Batwoman, Flash. And Supergirl. Oh, all good. Supergirl was okay. Okay. The other ones were really So good. <laughs> I'll, I'll say what I said again. Should I go yeah. home and watch all three of those episodes right now? Or, or I haven't watched anything since Crisis. Yes, just go watch them. I, Batwoman is awesome. The twist at the end that I don't want to give away to anybody who hasn't seen it yet. But the, the twist that takes place is so exactly what they need to be focusing on on this show. Things like that. Uh, it's just awesome. It's awesome. The, the the way that it's shot, Ruby Rose is really coming into her own. I'm completely obsessed with it. Legends of Tomorrow this week. Let's talk Legends for a second, Adam. Can I please yeah. tell you the premise of Legends this week? Yeah. Perfume. This episode was about perfume. It was so quirky and wacky and uh, uh, like bizarro about this this perfume that makes people fall in love with people, but like become too obsessed with them. Love potion number nine. It was so funny and bizarro. Uh, it, it's great. Make sure you check that out. Flash is doing some uh, interesting stuff with not alternate timelines, but alternate dimensions that I'm really into right now. Iris West is finally doing something on this season. She has stuff to do, and I've wanted to see Candace Patton do her thing for a minute now. Mm-hmm. So I'm really into uh, the Flash right now. And Supergirl, I, I got to say, is falling a little behind. Mm. They're, they're falling uh, a wee bit behind. Josh Herrera in the chat says, Alice is best CW villain on TV. I agree, Josh. I'm obsessed with all things Alice right now. Um, so the- I'm going to throw it on. I got some I got some, uh, some menu stuff I have to work on tonight, and I feel like I can like throw on some of those CW shows and, uh, and maybe give them a, a, a little bit of a... Watch? A little bit of a watch. Some might call it a watch. Speaking of the Flash guys and CW shows... There was a new flash set photo revealing the return of Godspeed. Were you watching when Godspeed was around? I don't believe so. Hmm. Well, uh, apparently. But he's back. Apparently he's back. Guess who's back? Just like you're back. Godspeed's, Godspeed's back. back. Tell a friend. Um, well, that's good news for Godspeed fans. I just keep waiting, waiting for the announcement. I'm a fan of Gilbert Godspeed. It's not his last name. No. Godfrey. Mm. I really, really want one of these days a photo to pop up and it to be Grodd. I would like, uh, and and I want next season of Flash, I want the big bad to be Grodd. Do you guys hear me? More Grodd. More money. Take all the money that Arrow was spending. Oh, I, I see Godspeed. I, I have seen that character on the show. Unless that character has appeared in, in the same costume under a different name, which sometimes happens. No. I think I have seen that. That's yeah. him. That's him. So I'm really excited about oh, seeing Can I ask you a question? Yes. Is, is Harley Quinn... You don't have to ask me oh, to right. ask me a question, Adam. Thank you. We've been friends for a very long time. You're right. Yeah. Um, is Harley Quinn done on DC Universe, or is it all wrapped up? I have to say I watched it all months ago, so I don't know. Oh, if there are new episodes or not. Uh, 
I, you guys tell me where you are in the series. I fi- I wrapped it. A, I, I a know long. I have a bunch to watch. I'm just wondering because I'm excited to go watch them all together. I don't know. I th- I think there might be some still going. I, f- I finished the series a while ago because of my- DC sends me the screeners for it. Oh, so, so oh, I, don't I see. Know. You watched the whole series. I watched I it a while ago, yes, yes, yes. and I, I just cannot explain how much I love that show. Uh, real quick, they actually had their final episode today. Oh, I final sensed trip. it. So how did I know? Then I don't want to talk about what happened on the final episode, but I'm, go watch. That's what I'm doing. I'm go going watch. home. I'm excited to go have some like uh, some DC TV time. Wow. Um, I'm jealous of you right now, actually. And what else do we got? Any other exciting TV news? That's TV news, but guys. And, and nothing on the new Superman and Lois show? It's happening. And, okay. and we got the casting of the Suns. And, and wasn't there something about the main villain I, I remember hearing? Oh, let me check it out. Uh, and check, I guess check, it was check, not going to be um, uh, uh, John Cryer as Lex Luthor. Uh, they're going to do something I else. just typed in Superman and villain. Superman and Lois <laughs> pilot leak reveals major... De- <laughs> Thank you, we got this covered. Major death and returning villain. Uh, I honestly don't even want to click on it. Oh, why? You think it might have a virus? No. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Uh, yeah, that, I'm, I'm going to stay away. So, I don't know. You guys Google it if you want to know about the, the leaks. I don't like, I'm not a big leak person. Also, again, guys, don't forget to like this video with a thumbs up. So many amazing people watching live right now. Uh, we're obsessed with you guys. Thank you for being with us for over six years on DC Movie News. Can't believe it. Don't forget to subscribe to uh, Popcorn Talk, has just grown every single day. And check out some of our other shows on this network. Uh, obviously, Marvel would be a great one to go check out, but there are tons of other ones. So do that thing. Yes. Do that thing, little mommy. Make it work. All Make right, it where, work. where else can people find you, Roxy Stryer? You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And currently, I have 90. 19.6 thousand followers on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Roxy Stryer. Let's get that number plug. down to 18,000 people. All nope. you have to do is click the unsubscribe button and we can get that to, get to a cool 18,000. Listen 000. to me. I'm trying to get to 20,000 subscribers. Oh my God. I'm, I'm trying sorry. to do that by March 1st. And if I do it by March 1st, I am going to do a live Matrix watch along. Matrix is a movie that I have never seen before. So oh, do you want wow. me to see the Matrix That's live exciting. with you guys? Then you will subscribe. I'm going to subscribe now. Uh, by March 1st. Yeah. And then at Roxy Stryer on all social media platforms. I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me at Adam Gertler on those same social media platforms. And uh, if you live in or around the Hollywood area, Doghouse Hollywood is coming soon. We'll see you next time. And for Ryan in the booth, uh, <laughs> this is our fun. For, well, see you next time on DC Movie News. <laughs> Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal.